Hello guys, what's up everybody? I hope everyone is fine. Uh, we have completed the chapter one of the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I hope you will enjoy it. I hope. I hope so. <clears throat> now we are moving on to chapter number two, which is also very interesting. And the caption for the chapter number two is Happiness is a problem. Oh, wow, what a great caption. That happiness is a problem. But let's start. <clears throat> About 2500 years ago, in the Himalayan foothills of the present day Nepal, there lived in a great palace a king who was going to have a son. For this, son, the king had a particularly grand idea. He would make the child's life perfect. The child would never know a moment of suffering. Every need, every desire would be accounted for at all times. Wow! The king built high walls around the palace that prevented the prince from knowing the outside world. He spoiled the child, lavishing him with the food and gifts, surrounding him with the servants who scattered to his every whim and just as a plan, the child grew up ignorant of the routine cruelties of the human existence. Oh, that is so sad. <clears throat> All of the prince's childhood went on like this, but despite the endless luxury and the pollens, the prince became kind of a pissed young man. Soon, every experience felt empty and valueless. The problem was that no matter what his father gave him, it never seemed enough, never meant anything. So late one night, the prince snuck out of the palace to see what was beyond its wall. He had a servant drive him to the local village, and what he saw horrified him. For the first time in his life, the prince saw human suffering. He saw sick people, old people, homeless people, people in pain, even people dying. The prince returned to the palace and found himself in the sort of external crisis, existential crisis, not knowing how to process what had been, what he had been. He got all about everything and complained a lot. And as is so typical of a young man, the prince ended up blaming his father for for the very thing his father had tried to do for him. It was the riches. The prince thought that, that had made him so miserable, that had made life seem so meaningless, he decided to run away. But the prince was more like his father than he knew. He had a grand, he had a grand idea as to, he wouldn't just run away. He would give up his royalty, his family, and all of his possessions, and live in the sea, sleeping in a dirt like an animal. There he would starve himself, torture himself, and beg for scraps of food from the strangers for the rest of his life. The next night, the prince snuck out to the palace again, this time never to return. For years he lived as a bum, a discarded and forgotten remnant of the society, the dog shit cake to the bottom of the social totem pole. And as a plan, the prince suffered greatly. He suffered through diseases, hunger, pain, loneliness, and decay. He confronted the brink of death itself, often limited to eating single nut each day. A few years went by, then a few more, 
and then nothing happened. The prince began to notice that this life of suffering wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. It wasn't bringing him the insight he had desired. It wasn't revealing any deeper mystery of the world or its ultimate purpose. In fact, the prince came to know what the rest of us have always kind of known. The suffering thoroughly sucked and it's not necessarily that meaningful either. As with being rich, there's no value in suffering when it's done without purpose. And soon the prince came to conclusion that his grand idea, like his father's, was in fact a fucking terrible idea. And he should probably go to do something else instead. Totally confused, the prince cleaned himself up and went and found a big tree near a river. He decided that he would sit under that under that tree and not get up until he came up with another grand idea. As the legend goes, the confused prince sat under that tree for forty nights day. For forty nine days. No one delves into the biological viability of sitting into the tree. Not for forty nine days. But let's just say that in that time the prince came to a number of profound realizations. One of those realizations was this, that life itself is a form of suffering. Wow, life itself is a form of suffering. The rich suffer because of their rich riches. The poor suffer because of their poverty. People without a family suffer because they have no family. People with a family suffer because of their family. People who pursue worldly Pleasure suffers because of their worldly pleasure. People who abstain from worldly pleasure suffer because of their abstention. This isn't to say that all suffering is equal. Some suffering is certainly more painful than other suffering. But we all must suffer nothing less. Years later, the prince would build his own philosophy and share it with the world. And this would be its first and central tenet that pain and loss are inevitable and we should let go of trying to resist them. The prince would later become known as the Buddha. And in case you haven't heard of him, he was a kind of a big deal. There's a premise that there's a premise that underlies the law of our assumptions and beliefs. The premise is, the premise is that happiness is a The, the premise is that where, where does the line go? That happiness is algorithmic. Algorithmic. That it can be worked for and earned and achieved as if it were getting accepted to law. Accepted to a law school or building a really complicated legal if I achieved X, then I can be happy. If I look like Y, then I can be happy. If I can be with a person like Z, then I can be happy. The premise thought is the problem. Happiness is not a solved equation, solvable equation. Dissatisfaction and unease are inherent part of a human nature and as well as we'll see necessary components to creating consistent happiness. The Buddha argued this 
trauma, theological and philosophical perspective. I'll make the same argument in this chapter, but I'll make it from a biological perspective with pan. Pan. And with pandas. That's it, guys. I hope. That's it, guys, for today. I hope you will enjoy this. And let me know. Did you enjoy this or not? I'm waiting for your comments. Uh, have a nice day for everyone.